I heard it once said that bad leadership is an oxymoron. Today on the Champion Forum podcast, we discuss the strategies that you will need if you find yourself replacing a poor leader. This is the Champion Forum podcast with Jeff Hancher, the forum for leaders, champions, and dreamers. Have you ever had to backfill the seat of a terrible leader? Let me let me explain. You know, maybe this uh, the title of this show doesn't uh, do it justice. Here's what I mean. You you get called out, you called up from the bullpen, per se. You, there was a leader that was toxic, wasn't getting the results, wasn't well liked, whatever it might have been, and so you've done everything right. You you're hard charging, you interviewed great, and you're coming in to backfill the leader that had everything broken. What the title doesn't mean is that you have to fire a bad leader. So let's give this some context. This is poor leaders out and you're in. If, if this has never happened to you, it's likely that if you stay in leadership long enough, it's going to happen. I have been this person, uh, not, the, not the bad leader that got replaced, but the good leader replacing the bad one. And I realize that this may not seem relevant to you if you're not faced with this situation right now. However, I want to encourage you to listen through because I guarantee you that this is not something you want to wait to think about until the time comes. The last, the, the worst time to start preparing for this dynamic is when it is sitting on your lap because then you're trying to figure it out. You're trying to use logic and common sense and all of this, and it's out the window. I also, I want to encourage you to share this with somebody that's facing this dynamic in this current season, in this moment, because this could be the very advice that they need to keep their sanity and stabilize their team. If you know anybody right now that is going through this, that you're close with, you've probably had conversations with them and you've heard them say things like this. You aren't going to believe what I uncovered today. You will not believe what the employees have said. I don't know what this last leader was thinking. I don't know how I'm going to fix this. This is an absolute mess. And if you've ever been in this situation like I have, you begin to question if the promotion and this new leadership opportunity was even worth it. Why I wanted to talk about this was is because I I recently was hired by an executive that was promoted into this new role as a result of their predecessor creating a lot of damage and a lot of shrapnel and a lot of landmines that he left behind. And this this executive was one week into this role, hit us up and said, listen, I just need a sounding board. I just need another set of eyes. I don't know who I can trust internally. I want an outside perspective. And oh my goodness, did we navigate this? And uh, it was deep and it was muddy and it was dark. And but good news is the deeper, the muddier, the darker, the more excited and value I usually bring. But man, it made me think like there's got to be listeners that are, are, are faced with this, that are going to be faced with this. And they reached out to me for guidance on how to best position themselves as this incoming manager. 
And if you're there or you're going to be there, I want to help you through it as well. Uh, lucky for them, this was not a new experience for me. During my career, I have backfilled both highly successful leaders as well as toxic leaders, and both carry their own set of challenges. I mean, when your predecessor was successful, you're usually benchmarked compared to them. You know, I remember my very first ever leadership role going into this role, backfilling a highly tenured, highly successful, one of the best in the company type leaders. And in my mind, I'm thinking, how am I ever going to outdo this person? And boy, that was very, very hard to navigate. If I had to pick one of the two, do I want to backfill a highly successful person that got promoted in the ranks? Or do I want to backfill somebody maybe that was let go or terminated because they couldn't get it done? I'm picking the latter one every single day of the week, uh, because at least there's some upside, but it is tough to navigate. It is stressful. Uh, you will find that you feel like you're not getting any ground and you're swimming upstream because when you're replacing a poor leader, you need, you automatically day one, take accountability for their shortcomings all the while trying to create a fresh perspective for how good the future is going to be. That's a tough thing to navigate. And when you're trying to navigate all these variables and tension, it's a challenge for even the most seasoned leaders. And here's the, here's the other tough part. This isn't really taught. Like you're never going to pick up a book uh, at the airport store that talks about this subject. It's kind of a, a niche thing and a little bit taboo. And there's not a one size fits all for this dynamic. But through a process of trial and error over the years, I have learned some best practices that I think will serve you well when you're faced with this dynamic. And the first thing that I would tell you, uh, as you as you navigate these choppy waters, is give credit where credit is due. And you might be like, "Man, I don't know. Do I want to applaud this this prior leader?" I, I will tell you this: it is very easy to take the bait and begin throwing the prior leader under the bus and blaming them for the current state of the organization. And this is especially tempting if you know that prior leader is viewed poorly by most of your new team members because it's like, okay, well, hey, let's find some common ground. You think the old leader sucks? Let me tell you how bad they really suck and we'll agree on something. That's not a good good way to go. You have to resist the temptation to take that bait and be a part of the pylon. It's going to be very wise and a high recommendation to realize that although the, the majority of people may not be fond of them, there may be people on your team that admired them for one reason or another. This is a great time for you, the incoming leader, to show your professional maturity and try to win the entire team, not just the majority. Try to win them all. Not, maybe not realistic, but it should be the goal. I believe there is something good that can be found in everybody. I think now is, is that time that you want to manage this delicate balance of finding some level of good, but also being very transparent about the reality of the damage that was done. That's tough. What we need to do in this moment is even if you have to trick your mind is you have to make the assumption that the prior leader gave their best effort and they came up short. Matter of fact, hasn't that maybe happened to us from one time or another? If you lean too far towards slamming them for their faults, you're going to lose credibility. 
Even if people are high-fiving you and like, yeah, they sucked. They sucked so bad. You're right. They sucked. I'm glad you see it. You may win that early uh, fanfare, but you will lose credibility. If you go too far toward, hey, everything's fine. You know, I'm sure they were great. They probably got a bad break. They're going to see you as naive and out of touch with reality. That's why this is a delicate balance. Good leaders have to acknowledge both of these dynamics and be very transparent and be very direct in your approach. Basically, what I'm telling you to do is call a spade a spade, but find something good that they did. There has to be something good. Don't just throw them under the bus and create this pylon and, you know, leave bodies in the wake just to get the popular vote early on. The second thing that you have to realize is that bad actions usually start with good intentions. I mean, let's think about this. Nobody ever sets out to just fail. The people left on the team, they're most likely bruised from the past leader. It's likely that many of them may already be on their way out the door. You know, it it might be like, look, any toxic team that I've ever taken over, I've almost had to like tell them, like, give me a shot. I've had people blatantly just tell me, look, the only reason I'm still here is I'm waiting for an offer, you know, from a company that I interviewed with yesterday. And it's like, wow, hey, thanks for the honesty. But look, you got to give me a shot here. Give me give me a chance to fix it. Part of what you need to help your new team do is heal from the past wounds. And, you know, I'm not saying like this is like deep rooted childhood trauma. But nonetheless, a toxic leader can have a very negative impact on people's confidence, on their ability to grow, all of these other things. What, what you need to be doing as you're talking to your new team, whether in a group setting or as individuals, is just to start t- saying things like, look, despite the best efforts of that past leader, they weren't able to achieve success and take you all where you needed to go. Well, so what are we saying there? We're saying, look, they tried, but they couldn't get there. Let's at least give them the effort to, you know, the, 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 the reasonable doubt that they at least attempted, right? But let's, let's not be naive. Let's call it what it is. They couldn't take this team where it needed to go. And re- reassure them, I'm going to give you all that I have to improve it as quickly as I can. Basically, what I'm saying is be careful that you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. There's got to be something good that you can find, but don't just make it all sunshine and rainbows. Find the balance. I mean, as I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking of my own actions, you know, through the years and trying to find this balance. Have you have you ever stopped to think that when we often judge ourselves by our intentions But when we judge other people, it's by their actions. Isn't that ironic that when we self-assess ourselves, we say things like, but I tried hard. I meant well. I I did my best. Um, But when we start judging others by their actions, we don't think about their intentions. We think about what was actually done. And maybe we need to be more consistent with this approach because most likely you as the new incoming leader, you probably really don't know the whole story. I mean, you know what the executive team said or the board said or whatever it might be about who you're replacing or whatever. But look, let's try to find that delicate balance. And and by no means am I saying that you need to become an advocate for the past leader or defend their honor. 
what what are what are you what you're doing is trying to make everyone realize that at least they were human like let's at least humanize this past leader because when you do this what this does for your team it allows them to heal the more the the more toxic that leader was the more important this concept is because you're trying to get them to bridge the gap from how it was to some level of healing so that they can move on into the future if you don't achieve this what you're going to have, you're going to have people continue to be mad and, and resent the old leader for months. They're going to remain angry for the sake of being angry. Have you ever been around somebody that was angry and like didn't even know why? They're like harboring past feelings and things that happened way back in the day. This is the same dynamic. A culture has been created and, and people are just cranky, you know, to be at work. And it's because of what has happened in the past. There has to be this pivotal moment that we create as the new incoming leader to say, look, that's how it was. This is how it's going to be. What you're creating is an environment to help your new team transition from the past into a new and better future. And don't miss this one. Do not miss this point. If you aren't able to get your team past the resentment stage, it will likely lead to a repeat of the destructive behavior of the past. Because so many times these new leaders coming in, they think that they're the one that's wearing the cape and they're going to save the day. Well, look, that is the goal. And that is why you have been brought in. And I hope that you accomplish that. And I believe you're built to do that. But as you go, the team goes. I don't care. I don't care what coach you have. In the NFL, you could have the best coach, name it, whoever is the best coach in NFL history, Lombardi himself. If you put this guy into a high school level coaching team and try to, to have him coach that team at the NFL level, he's going to lose. Why? That team is not prepared to win. They, they are they are. It's an unfair fight. And so you as the leader, no matter how good you are, how great your track record is, if you can't get that team to transition into who they're called to be and what their potential is, you're going to see these past behaviors. We would like to think that getting rid of a toxic manager, everything's fixed, we're good, let's move on, everything's fine now. It's not. There is residue left. There are behaviors that have been taught. There have been new uh, toxic norms created. So you can't miss this step. A great way to be intentional with this effort is to meet with as many people one-on-one -on -one as you can. And when you're connecting, ask them three questions and you can package these however you want based off who's in front of you. But here's what you should be asking them. What should we keep doing? What should we stop doing? And what should we start doing? And clearly, you're not going to be able to satisfy everyone. You're going to hear the most cra bogus, crazy things you've ever heard in your life. But what you are doing is you're giving them a voice. And this leads to my final piece of advice. Seek to understand your new team. One of the greatest things that you can do early in your tenure is to include your team in creating the future and fostering positive change in the culture you're building. It's important to know that taking over for a bad leader, it doesn't make you a good leader by default. Uh, that's, let's say that again. It's important to know that when you take over for a bad leader, it doesn't make you a good one.
You have to earn the right to be a good leader. And guess what else? We don't get to decide if we're a good leader. We can't say, I'm a good leader. We, we, we should never even have those words come out of our mouth because it's not us deciding. It's the people that report to us that we have the opportunity to lead that decide if we're a good leader or not. You're going to become a good leader by being inclusive and by creating a better environment with better results and all of these things. What you need most in this moment is to create vision, to have good ears. A great way to do that is to hear from people that were hurt by this prior leader, by this predecessor. Get great at asking open-ended questions. Ask, ask things that are going to solicit great feedback. And, and I will tell you, the more broad they are, the better. It shouldn't even be business-specific. Ask them questions like, how can I help you right now? What do you need? Uh, what, what do you most want? And what do you need moving forward? What do you hope I will do as the leader? What do you hope I won't do? This is going to give you an indicator of how things were done in the past and what damage has been caused. What do you need for me right now? What are your expectations of me? What are concerns you have about a new leader coming in? Ask great questions. It's going to help you navigate the most important critical points to help your team move past quickly. Bad leaders don't ask these types of questions. Good leaders do. This will set the stage for you that you are willing to listen and you're willing to learn. You want to talk about humility. Humility comes by asking questions. Humility says, I don't have all the answers, but I think you all might. And I want to learn from you because I think if I hear from you more, I can start creating patterns and initiatives and processes and methods and ways of doing business that can help us build this back to the culture that we want as a team. Not that I want, that we want and we can do this together. It's likely that through this process, they're going to be skeptical. But if you give them a vision of what could be, most people will gladly leave the past behind. I mean, ultimately, isn't, what, isn't it what they probably want anyway? Keep in mind, though, that this is only a step in the journey to correction. Once this team has been heard and your vision has been presented, then the real work begins and you have to take action. Always remember the famous thing that I say. You've heard me say it if you've listened any time at all. People see better than they hear. Yes, you want to go through this hearing stage, but at some point you have to turn the corner and there has to be substance. Don't go try to fix it all in one day. It's not even realistic. And there's not a cotton candy machine big enough in the world to make everybody stay and get happy. Find ways to engage. Find ways to motivate. Listen well. Transition from the phase. Start taking action. I will tell you the biggest mistakes that I see in this scenario is this new leader slamming the old leader, not listening to their new team and creating promises that they cannot realistically achieve. Don't, don't do this. Don't avoid the temptation to just give false promises. These types of broken strategies, they're typically done because it gives the leader some level of peace that they're winning people over. And you're really not. You are sustaining them, and at best, you're pacifying them. I'm here to tell you that you should not be fooled by the immediate gratification because it's going to be short-lived. 
If you commit to the steps I told, I talked about today and shared with you, and, and you're committed to taking the road less traveled, I assure you that it will create a sustainable foundation, one that you can build a great culture on with thriving people. I wish you all the best as you navigate into this new role and you push through the challenging yet rewarding days ahead. Keep leading well and never forget, you all have been set up to be champions in this life. The Champion Forum Podcast with Jeff Hancher. Lead, inspire, win.